Hello everybody and welcome to this evening session of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D adventure. Things are getting tense in our little campaign. We left on quite a bit of a cliffhanger for the last time, but before we go any further, let's do some introductions. I'm Lena, I'm the GM, and these are my lovely victim, I mean ladies, around the table. Hello everyone, I am Wednesday and I play Shara, the goblin sorceress who may or may not have put us in this giant pickle. I would like to think that it's not entirely my fault. I was just doing what I was told, but as an adult in real life, I'm aware that I'm responsible for this mess. Hi guys, I'm Nelly. I play a teasing bard artificer named Amandla Olam. I am level five and I am severely concerned because I have plans and aspirations in game and outside of game and I'd like to fulfill them in my lifetime. Let it not be short, please and thank you. Hi everyone, I'm Lee. I play Daphne, the tabaxi rogue, at least for this session still. I don't know if we're gonna make it out with the same characters for next session. <laughs> I feel completely innocent here. I don't think it's my fault. I mean, I may have suggested to our sorcerer to do what they did, but they still chose to do it, so I'm completely innocent. No blood on my hands. Laura Burns is raiding us with a party of four. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Before we get into this, I, I just need to tell chat we have this really cool little channel point system set up and you can click there and then you can spend some of your channel points to help hinder affect adventure in all manner of different ways and then we'll see where this adventure goes okay so getting back to it you guys managed to successfully get away from the revenant by leading him down in the canyon and booked your way towards the mountains, but it didn't take very long to find out that this guy somehow is still tracking you. And you made it about halfway up the mountain before you decided to take a rest. Mm. You were exhausted. Uh, you guys are not on full HP. It's a little bit of a tense situation. And then you managed to catch a hint of pursuit. You ran over the mountain, further increasing that exhaustion level got to the other side, finally saw the first hints of the broken remains of Il Uranos, made your way down the mountain and got to a little bit of a cliffside where you could just see the forest, some of it dead and some of it still very much alive, getting closer to Il Uranos. And you spotted in the growing darkness something that rang across all of your senses as extremely dangerous that I was, um, as the DM, responsible enough to warn you not to mess with this thing. And in true typical D&D player fashion, you guys decided that, oh, what's the worst that can happen? And decided to attract its attention. If I recall correctly, Shera, you decided to cast an Earth Tremor Instead of uh, mold earth, which I thought you were going to do. Yeah, but I told you my mold earth is not strong enough. Five foot of earth is not going to do shit, excuse my language, to hide us. So I was digging a hole 
so that we could go into the hole and then I could mold the earth over. I'm just saying, we, we could have used mold earth a, a few times. You use mold earth a few times. It is dangerous for me to use magic. You have a point. <laughs> in any case, so this tremor made enough noise to attract this thing's attention and it turns in your direction and our goblin decided to cast an illusion to try and hide you. You see, I sort of tried to be clever. That was clever. I like it. I think it's going to work. I have faith in you, Shayra. Shayra's magic will work. Totally. The question I have to ask Shayra is, did you make the roll? Yes, I did. And it was clear. Okay, so just for the folks in chat who hasn't figured it out yet, Shayra is a wild magic sorcerer. So every time that she casts magic, you have to make a roll. And the first time you cast magic and you roll a one, then some random thing happens. But now, the way wild magic works is if you succeed in a spell, then you add one. Then you don't fail on a one, you fail on a two. And then if you succeed that one, you fail on a three and a four until it becomes more and more likely that your wild magic triggers. This is why I don't read source books, guys. <laughs> Very especially don't read them because you find out things that you don't want to find out. Or that would have been useful to have known before you did the thing. <laughs> in any case, the first role that I did originally in the last session was way above. So the other two of you, all of a sudden, your view goes a little faded. I'm not going to say blurry. It's almost like it becomes a little darker than it already is. And you can barely, from your point of view, see like jagged lines and edges that look like the outline of a rocky texture. The creature in front of you turns in your direction and it starts almost gliding towards you. Now, I have to ask... Which one of you is closest to it? Can we roll for it? Completely up to you, go for it. It's Rollies! <laughs> the person with the lowest roll is an unfortunate victim. I got 16. I got 11. I got a 16. No! <laughs> okay, so Amandla, you are standing closest. The creature moves closer, and as it moves closer, you get to see a whole lot more detail on this thing. It's big. It's really big. You notice that it's not actually walking. It is kind of floating in, in this gliding fashion across the earth. It's a really thin, gaunt, ribcage showing, pitch, pitch black creature. The only noticeable thing about this is the faint light that is still in the air is catching edges of like an arm and a ribcage and a horn at the back of its head. You can feel this ominous gaze as it's looking in your direction as all three of you pause in absolute fear as none of you made the save. This thing moves closer and closer and closer and it stops about 30 feet away from you. Amandla, you feel the life start draining out of you. It is this withering 
soul-sucking feeling that just like groans your body protests as you take 16 necrotic damage. Whew, and I am grateful I use those hit points. Thank you. I'm still paralyzed in fear, but I'm starting to buckle. My legs are, because obviously I can feel the life drain from my body. I start buckling and I'm going to most likely try to stay as still as possible, but you can see I'm kind of wavering a bit. Lee, roll me a 1d8, please. I rolled a five. <laughs> Amandla, as you feel this draining effect, you have the comforting presence of your friends beside you and a little bit of vitality flows back into you as you heal eight points. Thank you, Laura Bones, for that. Thank you, Laura Bones. You're, you're a real one. Thank you. Amandla, you are sort of managing. Shera, Daphne, what are you guys doing? I'm not moving. My hands are on the ground and I am not moving. I'm not speaking. I don't even know if I'm breathing. Daphne is a black cat. It is dark, so she's just going to close her eyes so that they don't reflect the light and then just kind of sit there and hope she doesn't get noticed. Since you're all three in the illusion, you can do me a stealth check with advantage. This right here is the important role. 19. Well, my rolls were not great, but uh, it, it evens out to an 18, so I'll take it. My rolls suck, suck uh, big hairy ones. Both dice actually came up to the same number. A total of nine. Wait, I have inspiration. Let me use my inspiration. I'm using my inspiration. Stuff it. Let me use my inspiration. I don't want to die. Do you want to succeed at all cost? Or do you just want to roll with another die? Because if I succeed at all cost, it kind of comes at a cost. I remember you, your sneaky sneaks. I mean, could the cost be worse than this thing seeing you? I feel like there's something worse than death waiting for me if I say all, all costs. But for the sake of the, of the story and potentially not dying right now, let's say at all costs. Okay. And I'll explain to you what the cost was just now. The creature gazes in your direction, looks past, turns back, and drifts off again. As you feel this crushing weight of its gaze leave you. And all of a sudden, your limbs go like a little jelly, but you can move again. The creature drifts and moves away from you. I'm still cowering. I'm gonna full on collapse. My whole body just collapses. I am sweating bullets. So, like more out of stress than like out of damage. Just super stressed and relieved that I did not die. <sighs> we didn't. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm touching myself. I'm, am I here? I'm here. I'm. Shh. I'm still. Hey. I'm still. I'm still. I'm still alive. We're still alive. Be quiet. I'm gonna get down into this little hole that I made, right? I'm gonna like just very, very carefully start wanting to cover myself. <laughs> like almost as if I'm gonna bury myself in the sand because I'm so done. Daphne, when she eventually stops cowering and notices this mess happening here, is gonna cast message first at uh, Shara and say, Stop that. We have to leave. Follow me. And then I'm going to say the same thing to Amandla. And then try and sneak around on the left-hand side. Are you in my head too? How many people are in my head? And I'm starting to look around. Be quiet. Just follow me. 
I'm not even surprised because in my current state, I think Daphne actually spoke to me. So I'm just going to follow her. Perfect. I'm going to look around confusedly and still look a bit wary about any potential other voices in my head. And then I'm going to follow Daphne very slowly as well. So you guys move off to the right hand side where there's this rugged path that you saw leading down. You try and do it as quietly as possible. But I think everybody can do me an acrobatics check at disadvantage. So with two levels of exhaustion, does it add double disadvantage? Or how no, is it? No, no. Is it just still the same? So just for chat, if you guys were wondering what exhaustion does. So if you have a first level of exhaustion, it, you have disadvantage on any ability checks. And your second level means you have half speed. So you move slowly. So despite how slowly we're moving, I rolled a five. Obviously, being a rock and walking do not go very well together. I got 13 for acrobatics at disadvantage. If it was not disadvantage chat, you would have seen amazing things. That's all I'm going to say. Like, the other role was awesome. I got a 16 with disadvantage. Okay. Daphne, you get to these rocks and you very nimbly, like, hop, very softly land on your feet as you hop from rock to rock, going down steadily. Amanla, you're not quite as graceful as Daphne, but you managed to navigate the rocks and you managed to do so fairly quietly as well. Not a problem. Shayra, on the other hand, is a little tired. So she is like hanging from a rock and then sliding down and landing and then dusting herself off a little bit and then walking to the next rock and then sliding down. And it's not as quiet. <laughs> As the other two of you. And about after the fifth rock, you uh, feel this ominous presence looking in your direction again. I'm going to freeze. I'm going to instantly freeze. Don't talk. Don't breathe. Don't talk. I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm not here. And try to stay as still as possible. I'm still holding that rock, man. I'm attempting to <laughs> merge with it. Everybody roll me wisdom saves. The saving throws it's are not... not on disadvantage, right? Uh, no, only on the third level do you disadvantage on saving throws. That was terrible anyway. I rolled five, so that's two fives in a row now. I rolled a 12. I rolled a nine. We don't need disadvantage. We can have our own disadvantage if we want. <laughs> yeah, we are our own disadvantages at this point. Let me just make another check here. So all of you lock up and freeze as you feel this ominous gaze and just just clinging to that rock Shara little hands are shaking a little bit but you're holding that thing like a death grip and a couple of seconds later you feel the gaze move away from you well everybody can roll me a 1d8 I got two I got an eight I also got two you guys heal that much because that's the gift that take a stab gave all of you thank you Thank you. Thank you. Also, important ruling from the DM, though. If we're at full health, do we get those as 10 hit points? No. <laughs> well, okay, okay. I'm going to say yes, because it's a channel point option. Yes. Okay. The gaze moves away from all of you. And you free up again. You make your way down to the bottom of the cliff, and you are now pretty much eye level with this big stretch of dead forest and there about five six hundred yards away you can see the tree line 
where the living forest is still. The ruins of Il Ornos are maybe about a two hour walk away. It's still quite far. Okay, so my idea was to just go a little bit further from that thing and still borrow underground and get some sleep because exhaustion is going to kill us soon. I'm going to message Amandla and say, we need to move further away and then go underground. Because I'm scared if I say it to Shara, she's just going to immediately cast Tremor again. I'm going to look towards Daphne and nod solemnly and just gesture towards the where we're going and just I'm going to keep moving. Actually, at this point, the only analogy I can think of is in, in military and whatnot. When you're like you're crawling, like you're doing a full on crawl on the ground. That's what Amanda is doing right now. There's no standing. There's no nothing. I am literally one of the ground. I don't care how slow I'm moving as long as I'm moving and I'm not visible. I'm just moving super slowly. Just like crawl, crawl. You are leprechauning. I am watching you in disbelief. It's your move speed right now. (laughs) I'll take it. It's fine. (laughs) I am going to cast Expeditious Retreat because I cannot be here any longer. I've taken on way too much stress. My life was never stressful. You can make uh, the roll for me, please. We're okay. It's a 12. Just just in case you're checking, it's 12. So you, you would be failing on a four right now, I'm just saying. Your limbs suddenly feel a lot lighter, almost like you're back to normal. Amanda, you find out really fast that what you're doing right now, it may be soft, but it is tiring as heck. I'm going to breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, and I'm going to slowly crawl up and I'll stand up, but I'm still kind of crouching and try and make myself look as, as inconspicuous as possible. Okay. What are you guys doing? Are you, are you like looking for a cave? I'm beelining it for the tree line because the tree line is also like in the same direction as the ruins. Yes. It'll take you a couple of minutes to get to the tree line. I mean, it's, it's not exactly far. I've got 10 minutes of running. You're running away from us. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Your direction almost got all of us killed, and then you wanted to blame me for it. I'm going to look towards Daphne. Why well, I see Shara run off into the distance ever so swiftly, I look towards Daphne and look at Shara. I'm not saying anything. I'm hoping she's going to like read my thoughts. In my thought, thoughts, I'm saying, should we be worried <laughs> or should we just let that slide? I don't have message, so I'm hoping that, that you'll pluck those words out of my brain. I'm just going to look at you and gesture. And then continue with my crouchy crouch. I'm going to assume that I'm keeping an eye on people. But now I want to know. Because Daphne, and I realize that Amandla would not know this, but Daphne knows her thieves can't. So Amandla is doing a gesture at me, and I kind of want to interpret it according to what I would normally do as thieves can't, and then try and sort of gesture back a bunch of ninja moves as we're running (laughs) to explain what's going on, because she's talking to me in that language. (laughs) Um, Lee, roll me a insight check with disadvantage. It's a five. The signals you interpret from Amanda says, this suck goblin gonna get us killed. So exactly what she said then. <laughs> Amanda, you can roll me an insight with <laughs> disadvantage. As um, Daffy starts making little hand gestures at you. Okay, okay, my insight's actually pretty good. This time I got 19. You don't really 
know what exactly she's... But her hand gestures are like rock tree funny thing. Looks like a goblin kill. You more or less got the gist of it. When I saw the kill gesture, I, I kind of like seized up even more. I'm like, oh, I knew you were, you know, you were from the streets, but I didn't know you were out there ready to like go kill, kill. So I kind of look a little tense and I look at Daphne. Like as I continue walking like slowly, I'm going to keep Daphne in my line of sight because now she's talking about killing and I'm already stressed and I almost just, just almost died. So if Daphne is capable of killing Shara, who is a companion and a colleague, what will she do to me? Shara, you reach the tree line. I am going to go a little bit more further into the tree line and then I'm going to collapse exhausted on the ground and hyperventilate for a bit until they catch up. Okay, so by the time they catch up... Well, I'm exhausted on the ground, breathing really hard, possibly five seconds away from passing out. I am severely exhausted, so once I see Shayra's actually stopped, I want to look around the tree line and see if there's any, like, branch or something that we can use to cover ourselves because I think I've reached my limit. I can go no further. I need to pass out, but I also need to be hidden. And I'll say this to both Daphne and Shayra, like, but I, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm going to drop dead. I'm going to pass out, but we need, we, need, we, need, we, need, we need something to cover ourselves. We need camouflage. And that, that thing is still out there and it's still out there. Give me a survival check with disadvantage. I also want to look around. I'm hoping to spot a cave. Okay, perception check with disadvantage because you're tired. I'm going to look on the inside of my eyelids very intensely. Absolutely. <laughs> Shara, you can do me an inside roll with disadvantage. I got a nine. I rolled a five, so, you know, caves everywhere. <laughs> inside. Uh, Into the back of her eyelids. <laughs> Sixteen. Inside. The inside of your eyelids are just as black as they were yesterday. I got a 16 though, guys. So the inside of my eyelids is way more interesting than whatever <laughs> caves you guys are not seeing. Anything we're doing right now. Fair, fair, fair. So Daphne, you take a glance around the tree line. It's like an, a line where the dead vegetation is. You're not very far from that. You're just inside it. You can just see like through the first little bit of trees. Um, you can see the dead forestry there. Turning around, you look. It's quite a dense forest. Um, there are plenty of big trees, uh, big foliage, but you don't really see any place that can hide you. You don't see any caves or natural formations from your perspective. Amandla, you are beat. You are beat you're tired, arrest is overdue. But at the same time, looking around, just trying to find some place, you feel a pressure in the back of your head. <laughs> oh, the mind flayer is back. Okay, bring it. I've already almost died. So, yeah. That's your at all cost. <laughs> Sarah, I envy you right now for like basically passing out. That's what we need right now. <laughs> He's watching you from inside your mind. That's even worse. Oh, that's some crazy stalking, man. Oh, that's terrible. So Amanda's gonna like reach the back of her head again and just start looking around almost like crazed now, like of exhaustion, near-death experiences. I I don't look like a logical being right now. And 
I'm tapping the back of my head. I can, I can feel him. I can, I can feel him. He's there. He's there. He hasn't said anything. He, like, I, I know what? he wants to say what? something. I, I don't know what he wants to say, but he wants to say something. I can, I can feel him. He's just, he's right there. Okay. Can't you okay. see something? He's right there. No, oh. Nothing. Okay, Amanda, would you no. calm oh. down, please? No. How? I almost died. I almost died again. You almost killed me. I almost died again. And then he's back. Yes, and we are very tired, and you may be overreacting, or maybe you're imagining it. There's nothing there. How could he possibly know where we are after all this? It's the middle of the night. You can't even see around us. You hear it. You see? He's here. He's here. I heard. I, there's, there's something. There's something. Shut. There's something out there. Up. I'm shout whispering now. There's something out there. Yes. Did I hear this while I was lying peacefully on the ground, my ears being assailed by this crazy arguing that is unnecessary right now? Just trying to have a relax. There's a plume of dust there in the distance, and then there's deafening silence around you. I'm going to open my eyes, because obviously they are not going to just let me look at the inside of my eyelids as much as I would love to. So I'm going to open my eyes, I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to look around to see if there is somewhere where we can hide. Okay, okay. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, fine, fine. Say, say something can see through the back of your mind, Amandla. Yes, I told you, Just, I did. Okay, shh, okay, fine. I believe you, whatever. Just close your eyes. It can't track you if it can't see out of your eyes, right? Take my hand, Shira and I will find somewhere we can hide, it won't be able to follow us, and we'll just get some sleep, and we'll deal with this in the morning. Fine, but, and I'm gonna clutch the straps for my theremin a bit tighter, but if you guide me into a, a tree and you break one of my crystals again, it's over for you, both of you, both of you. And I'm gonna take out one of my daggers, just for comfort. Wait, if I, if I, my eyes are closed, okay, no, I'm gonna put it back, put it back, I'm gonna sheath my dagger again. Cross my heart. I'm going to offer Amandla a piece of my dress to use as a blindfold. We're going full bird box now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look at Shara and I'll, I'll, I'll look at the, the piece of her, of her dress and say, ah. <sighs> thank you, Shara. And I'll take the piece and I'm going to silently cast prestidigitation on it because you never know what she's been up to. The rag cleans up. Yep, yep. And then wrap it around my eyes. And the... Death grip on Daphne. Okay, Shara, you can do me a perception roll with disadvantage. Ooh, 16. You look through the trees and, you know, by purest chance, you look a little up and through the leaves there into the near darkness, you see the silhouette of the city of Il Oranos. And you figured that if there's probably a safe hiding place, that's where it's going to be. Just need to make your way there. I'm going to signal to Daphne, come, let's go this way. Amanda, you hear a, a soft, dark chuckle in the back of your mind. No! It's la he's laughing. He's laughing at me. He's laughing at me. I can hear him laughing. And Daphne, you're going to feel my grip tighten a lot more. I'm holding on to your hand. Like full on death grip, and the other hand, my other hand is holding onto the well, my straps for my theremin on my back. He's laughing at me. From now on, just 
don't say what we're doing. Don't speak about what we're doing. Just okay, gesture. Okay. I don't want. I don't want her to hear hear what we're doing. Oh okay, okay. Think. Okay, think of the most irritating song you've ever heard. It's probably something with a shark, and then just sing it repeatedly in the back of your mind. Puffer shark, dun 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 dun. Puffer shark, dun 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 dun. Puffer shark, dun 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 dun. Puffer shark. Okay, you can have your inspiration back for that one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> That's all I'm singing to myself now. The sheep, you make your way through the trees. It's rapidly growing darker, but your dark vision kicks in and uh, you make your way through the forest. It's, it's slow because you're now leading Amandla by a blindfold. And it's hard going because rough terrain and you just keep tripping over tree roots that are on the ground. Daphne nimbly like hops over these things, but she kind of forgets that you are blindfolded. And then she feels something yanking as you stumble over over a branch every now and then. But ever so slowly, you make your way to the city itself. Until finally, you're at the base of this crash site. And um, it makes it a rim, almost a perfectly round rim, that concaves down to the mountainous size of Il Oronos. And from where you're standing, the moonlight shines and you can see hints of ruined buildings and fortifications. Looks like a broken castle parapet. You notice, however, that the plants in the crater is not quite as dense as the forest around you. You notice like off to the side, there's a little area that is hard to make out because you, you can't really see that far at night. But you can make out that it's mostly empty from your current point of view and um, with what looks like little sticks from your current perspective. So walking down the crater, taking it easy. Did you warn Amandla that you were going down again? I never said anything. I'm trying to not talk in case the eyes in the back of Amandla's head also have ears. Yeah, I'm having the same. I'm like, I wouldn't want to describe the terrain too much. So I would probably just tighten my grip a little bit and slow down so that Amandla knows, okay, you know, it's a, a little bit more difficult terrain now, but I wouldn't want to say the thing. <laughs> okay, I'm still holding to your one hand. I've released the strap for my theremin. I'm going to use the other hand to hold them to one of your shoulders. Like, I want a more firm, stable hold on you because clearly you don't move with another person in mind. So you make your way slowly down the crater. It's quite big. If it was a sunshine, you would pro probably be able to see just how big this crater is. But now at night, the line just kind of fades from your left and right. You can barely see the curvature from where you're standing right now. You make your way down and 10 or so minutes later, you reach the bottom where the crater stops and the mountainous upreach begins. From here you can see really big rocks that are at the base of this thing and there's a whole bunch of trees around you. You see the slope as it goes steeply up and, and about a couple of hundred feet away from you you can just barely, barely make out some outlines of some sort of structure. You are exhausted, especially you Amandai. You've been dragged along now for 
almost two hours, you are ready to collapse. It's been forever. I want to look to see if there's like actual shelter. So if I can find even like sort of like parts of a wall or a building, Mm. just somewhere we can rest because then I can always fortify it. In the back of my mind, I'm also thinking maybe we should lock Amandla in a thingy. So if I seal her (laughs) up in a hole just for the night so we can sleep and then we can unseal her in the morning... That's what's going on in my mind, but also because I'm still a little bit upset because she said we're not allowed to touch her now because she's blindfolded. She's all about being all over Daphne. And you were her number one fan first. Yeah, I'm not anymore. She was just rude to me. Don't add to the fire. Sorry, I'm also looking for shelter. I'm innocent. (laughs) Okay, you guys can do me perception checks with disadvantage. I'm not looking for anything. Seven. I rolled a 16 and a 2, so it's a 4. We so need to rest. We really need to rest. You uh, look around in your dark vision that you're currently seeing. Uh, you just see a collection of rocks and a, like a big kind of roundish rock. It's a little lumpy and... You see a couple of smaller rocks to the side. The trail, it's a wild trail, not not like a foot trail, but it kind of goes off to the right, curves behind this, and then you can see there's some form of a trail that you can use to climb up into the city. There's no power to climb up into the city. Those rocks will do. That'll do. Okay, so you're moving towards the rocks. Well, I'm moving towards the rocks. I didn't say anything. I maybe just okay. did a, a little, like, a hand gesture thing at Daphne. At this point, I'm tired, and I've had someone clinging to my back for, like, two hours. I'm just gonna fall. I'm trusting the goblin. That's what I'm doing now. I've given up. What's the worst that can happen, really? Like, <laughs> I can think of a multitude of things, but I'm too tired to care. <laughs> okay, so you guys are moving towards the rock. Are you, like, what, sitting down, or are you... What are your plans? Explain it to me. Well, I'm waiting for Daphne to settle amongst those rocks so I can figure out where Amanda's going to be. I want to cast message to Shara and say, is this far enough away? Uh, What do we do with her? I'm going to say we need to be safe. So we make sure that she is safe and then we make sure that we are safe. Okay, but I'm really tired. Can we shove her in the rock there somehow? <laughs> I'm just going to nod. I'm, I'm all for this. I can totally put her into a rock. I can do that. Even me? Even you. I got 10, which is, which is better than not 10. <laughs> I got a nat one. Wow, I got an 8 in total. So I don't know how I'm perceiving better than Daphne, but yeah. Daphne, you suddenly have this in your one ear that you just like painful start clawing your ear Shera and Amandla you hear a scuffle on the ground behind you behind two seconds later these four things walk into your dark vision I'm gonna gesture to move Daphne in front of me because I can't see anything guys I can't see anything so I'm just gonna gesture and move her in front of me and I'm not saying anything Am I just a shield now? (laughs) I'm just staring because I'm too tired to actually react. 
So I was staring like I turned and I had my hands up because I was like, okay, I'm going to cast magic now. And then I turned and then I was like, I'm so tired after that turn. (laughs) I'm just going to stare. You turn around and look at these things walking up to you and you see one of them looks familiar. As he says, well, well. Thought you escaped me, didn't you? Did you really think that pathetic cloth would save you? (laughs) I'm going to take it off now because obviously it didn't do anything. (laughs) The three things accompanying are the same thing that you fought back in the ravine. These things on chains, slobbering and like making these grunting, slimy noises. I'm going to whisper, oh. You really could track you. I'm not even going to respond. I'm going to just glare at Daphne. I'm going to put my hands on the ground and I'm going to cast Create Bonfire underneath that guy because I don't like him. He's abusive AF and an a-hole and a nasty, 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 not gentleman. Despite his nice clothes. It's a deck save. The deck save is 12. Your wild magic roll? It's 13. Okay, and he saves on a 13. It looks like if they save, they save. It says it just ignites on objects of that area. So you create a little bit of fire underneath this thing's feet, and as soon as the fire starts growing, he immediately just kicks a little bit of sand over it and say, pathetic. You think I didn't see that coming? I'm going to raspberry him. He's a... Gonna crack his neck a little bit. Look at his three companions. Say, get them. I wanna do a thing before that goes off. Can I do a thing? Do the thing. Hmm. Okay, what do you wanna do? This is a terrible idea. I'm gonna do it anyway because we can't fight this thing. I wanna use press to digitation to make almost a flare in the sky. And then I want to tell him a little bit of noise, and I'm drawing that thing to us. And threaten him with a big scary thing. <laughs> okay, so you make a flare in the sky, it lights up the area. As soon as you do that, you hear... And this large round rock next to you, Amandla, starts growing these little tentacles and it starts floating up as it opens up and you see this really big eye looking at you as a beholder suddenly wakes up. Oh! Are we running initiative? Yes. 11. 17. Also 17. Haha. The Revenant, if you can believe it, goes even paler than he usually is. And that's what I'm going to call it for today. So I just want to say thanks for everyone in chat for joining us. Thank you very much, guys, for sticking around and helping our party get through some uh, rather tense situations. That was most helpful. Thank you. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the session. It was a lot of fun for me. Not so much fun for my players. Sorry. (laughs) Just for you. Only for you, honestly. I kind of enjoyed making Amanda follow us for two hours blindfolded. So, you know, it was fun. (laughs) 
quickly, where can people find you? I'm Lena Mystic Bell at Instagram. You can find me there. I'm posting stuff next. Teddy at T E D D I K U S. Damn, that is hard to spell. I should have picked something else. But anyway, you can find me on Instagram. I do absolutely nothing there, but you know, maybe. Who knows what will happen? And yes, someone else go. Wednesday. I'm Wednesday. You can also find me on Instagram at Wednesday underscore Lafay. That's L E F E Y. And I'm Nelly. You can find me on Instagram as well as Miss Mvubu. So it's M I S S M V U B U. And I do post stuff on occasion, but I post stuff, but I'll be posting lots of stuff. I promise. And that is all of us. Uh, Thank you very much, folks, for joining us. Have a fantastic week. Stay safe and enjoy the rest of your week. 